Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 94 of the Lost in the Shuffle Tap Dance Podcast brought to you by itoponline.com. My name is Hilary Marie, and I am your host. And if you are a longtime listener of the Lost in the Shuffle Tap Dance Podcast, then you know that I am not one for New Year's resolutions, but instead, I'm all about past year reflections. This is something that I've been doing on the podcast for a number of years now at the end of each calendar year. And before I dive into it, I do want to let you know this is a very special you know, off, not off topic type of episode, but this is something that I do just once a year. And I want to give you a heads up that starting in the new year, I will be kicking off a brand new season of the Lost in the Shuffle Tap Dance podcast, brand new season two, all new episodes with all my top tap dance tips and tricks focused around the five fundamentals of tap dance. We're going to talk technique. We're going to talk improvisation. We're going to talk musicality. We're going to talk tap history and culture, as well as what I call practical application. So lots of tap dance fun to come in the new year. But for now, let's talk about this past year reflection, because this is something I've been doing for a number of years now. And it's something that I love to talk to ITAP members about, and I love to do here on the podcast, because it's pretty cool. So check this out. Um, For the past number of years I've been doing this thing that's known as a past year review and it's something that I learned about from Tim Ferriss who is a famous podcaster author and entrepreneur whose podcast I really enjoy listening to and that's called the Tim Ferriss show so here's how it works step one you're going to go ahead and review the last year. So I sit down with a notebook and I sit down with my calendar and I look at everything that I have done in the last year. Every person that I've hung out with, every activity that I've done, every class that I have taught, every performance I participated in, I consider every single thing that I have done. And I put the name of the event, the venue, the person, the hobby, the activity, whatever it is, it goes on one of two lists. One is my love it list and the other is my didn't love it list. And it's pretty simple. I either loved it or I didn't love it. Notice that I'm using the word love. I'm really going for that which brought me the most joy, happiness, satisfaction, inspiration, all the good stuff. So after I go ahead and write everything out on that list, I step back and I take a look at it and I really consider three things. What did I love the most? What do I want to leave behind and not find myself doing again in this new year? And what big lessons have I learned? And then I look at my calendar for the new year to come And I make sure to fill it with all of the things that I loved the most. And then I take everything that's on my didn't love it list and I put it on a leave it list and I leave it behind, making sure not to fill my calendar with any event or activity that I no longer want to participate in. And then from there, I create three love it's, three leave it's, and three learned it's. And those include the top three things that I loved the most the top three things that I am leaving behind, and the top three lessons that I learned. And that is what I am about to share with you today. My three love-its, my three leave-its, and my three learned-its. And some of these might really surprise you, especially in the way that they connect 
to tap dance. So everything that I'm going to talk about today, all of my love it's, learned it's, leave it's are all going to be tap dance related. So here we go. My first love it is cooking. So because I've been able to systemize my dance studio business well, I have a lot more free time on my hands these days, which means I don't have to do a heavy meal prep like I used to. Instead, I could take my time to make myself fresh meals each and every day, and I absolutely love it. And another thing that I love about cooking that I realized for myself in this last year is that cooking is where I have gained a lot of my artistic inspiration from. It may sound like a strange parallel that cooking can give me inspiration in tap dance, but it's true. I love watching cooking documentaries. I love watching cooking instructional videos. I don't love reality cooking shows. I'll definitely throw that in there. I do not love those because I have no desire to see someone be blindfolded with one of their hands taped behind their back and told that they have nothing but Doritos, Bisquick, and a turkey and that they have to make, you know, Thanksgiving dinner or something. So I don't like that, but I do enjoy the instructionals, the documentaries. I enjoy reading cookbooks and learning more about the philosophy that many chefs have behind cooking. So Massimo Bottura specifically has been very inspiring to me because he is an iconoclast. And an iconoclast is someone who attacks cherished beliefs or institutions. But what is so fascinating about this man is that he also upholds the traditions of Italian chefing. So he walks this fine line of tradition and challenging for innovation. And he has a beautiful way of honoring the history and culture of his art form while staying fresh and trying new things. And that is something that I find has a very fascinating parallel to tap dance. My number two love it is the ITAP teacher certificate program. At the top of my list is no doubt this beautiful ITAP teacher certificate program that I love so much. It is a comprehensive 10-week online training designed to help TAP teachers become the best TAP teacher that they can be by educating them on what I call the five fundamentals of TAP dance and giving them the tools that they need to lead a successful TAP dance program. Now, I've been running this program for many years, but this summer, I created a completely updated version of this program. I changed the format that I delivered the content in, and by doing so, it allowed me to increase the amount of information that I was delivering to ITAP teachers while ensuring that the information was easy for them to process and retain. And it was a huge hit. Everyone was so pleased with the rollout of this updated version of the program, and I am just super excited because it was just absolutely awesome. I've always wanted to deliver ITAP teachers more information, but I didn't want to overwhelm them. And I have found this beautiful balance in being able to deliver them more in an easy to understand way. And I also did a big time update to the historical material that was covered throughout the program. And I'll be sharing more about my experience in researching this information in my next episode next season. Now, I worked with 50 ITAP teachers this summer, and I am so proud of all their hard work. These teachers are so incredibly dedicated to their students. They chose to spend their summer continuing their own education so that they can be the best TAP teachers that they can be for their students, for their local community, and therefore, in my opinion, the TAP dance community at large. 
And I cannot wait to work with another class of ITAP teachers this coming summer. So if that sounds like something that you're interested in, please go to itaponline.com teacher and add your name to the wait list so that you can be the first to be notified when enrollment opens. I do cap the program at 50 teachers, so you're definitely going to want to jump in as soon as enrollment goes live. My next love it is Muay Thai private lessons. Now, I've always felt that anyone with the time, desire, and resources to invest in tap dance private lessons is guaranteed to have an awesome experience because those private lessons allow you to get your technique clean, to up-level your improvisation skills, and you really just get to focus and hone in on you and what you need. And I thought to myself, Muay Thai is no different. Now, I've talked a little bit about my Muay Thai training here on the podcast before as a way of cross training in tap dance. It's something that I love for so many reasons. One, I mean, the physical well-being and benefits of training in Muay Thai, you know, especially as a tap dance artist. It's just, it's a form of cross training that's very different. The cardio is different. It's high intensity. It's a strength training for the whole body. And I found that it has a positive effect on my tap dancing in that sense. It's also really great for my mind because my mind tap dances all day, All I do is think about tap dance. I've got combos just running in my mind. I've got technique exercises just being created. Choreography, it just doesn't turn off. The only two things that turn this off are meditation and Muay Thai. And so I love being able to do Muay Thai because it's... It's just great for the mind, body, and the spirit. So back to that connection of private lessons... You know, I always encourage private lessons for those who have the resources to invest in them for all tap dancers because they really will make a difference in your training and Muay Thai is no different. So I started investing in private lessons for Muay Thai just this year. I had never done it before and I have been loving it. Now there is a new gym a new Muay Thai gym, I should say, that opened up about 10 minutes down the street from my house, run by a two-time Thai world champion. And it's a super legitimate gym that I'm very lucky to have just down the street. And what's also been cool about these private lessons is that I've been able to get into sparring. And sparring in Muay Thai is like improvisation in tap dance. It's your opportunity to really apply what you have been learned. And I've been terrified to spar previously, afraid of some major and catastrophic catastrophic injury that would prevent me from tap dancing and you know mind you I've had a couple of Muay Thai injuries here and there and it's definitely not an injury-free art form but I have found my way into gentle technical sparring specifically because of these private lessons but again what I love about Muay Thai the most is it forces me to clear my mind and be ever present in the moment and it just hushes that percussive wonder world of dance that exists in my mind. But another thing that has been so beautiful about martial arts, and I have found this to be common with other dancers that I speak to who also train in other types of martial arts, maybe Taekwondo, it could be Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. And I have found that when I speak to those dancers who also cross train in martial arts, that it's very humbling for dancers. You know, after years of training grace and shape and technique in our dance forms, when it comes to martial arts, 
you have to change to an entirely different technique to focus on power and precision, which means that you're throwing everything, everything that you have learned about as a dancer out the window and to accept that while my tap dance training or overall dance training, right? Because I'm, I mean, I'm trained in jazz, ballet, point, West African, Lindy Hop, all these different dance styles, you know, and while my dance training technique is nice, it doesn't apply to everything. And it, I'll tell you, it certainly does not apply to Muay Thai. <laughs> everything is just about the complete opposite of what I've been taught as a dancer. And that is humbling and beautiful to recognize that the technique that you have worked so hard, the majority of your life as a dancer to hone does not apply here. So it is humbling and it is beautiful. So there are my three love-its and how they relate to tap dance. And that includes cooking, the ITAP teacher certificate program, and Muay Thai private lessons. So now I'm going to go ahead and transition into my leave-it list. These are the things that I am leaving behind in the 2021 year. Now my first leave-it is drop-in classes. Now for years, I ran a drop-in Sunday tap technique class, and I enjoyed it because it gave me the opportunity to work with dancers who weren't able to join Future Step Tap Company or attend our Wednesday night advanced classes. It was also an opportunity for my current students who were already studying tap dance at least four to five hours per week to add another hour of practice that's focused entirely on technical development. Now, while those are the reasons I kept it running for so many years, what I did find was that many people would skip the opportunity to join Future Step or the Wednesday night classes because they would swear that they will come in for technique. And then they'd end up coming in just a few times in the year here and there. And I realized that while teaching drop-in classes specifically is a superpower of mine, because I can very easily manage the multiple levels in the class, I can read the room and really deliver an awesome tap dance experience for everybody who's there in that short period of time. I realized that I really had this desire to work with dancers in a longer season. I really wanted to mentor these dancers. And dancers who join Future Step Tap Company, they're in for the entirety of the season from September until June. And that allows me to really focus on mentoring those dancers. And it's the same with the Wednesday night classes. I see these dancers all season. And that allows me to deliver an entirely different educational experience to them. I get to dive deeper. And that's really important to me. So with that being said, I've decided to prioritize those longer term educational experiences and to forego my weekly drop in class offerings for the time being. But the good news is, Nothing's permanent, so if I find at some point that I really miss teaching that class or that my students really need it, I can always go ahead and bring it back. But for now, I am leaving it in 2021, and it is not happening in 2022. Now, the next thing that I am leaving behind in this 2021 year might come as a big surprise to many of you, but I will be leaving behind my role as Artistic Director at Grooves Unlimited Dance Studio. I co-own the studio with a business partner, and I have been Artistic Director of the TAP program while she has been Artistic Director of the Hip Hop program since we opened back in 2012. Now that our programs are fully developed... 
It doesn't make sense to have two artistic directors. We found that it is a duplication of efforts. And so I will now be stepping away from my role as artistic director and into the role of visionary. This means that my role in the studio will no longer be focused on team leadership and management, you know, supporting our team of teachers and our administrative staff, but rather my focus will be on the design and the flow of the season and the student experience. Now, I'm an ideas person, and I love to challenge how we do things, why we do things, and I love to keep things impressive and innovative for our groovers, but also our amazing team of teachers. And making this transition will allow me to really focus on exactly that. So I will be leaving behind my role as artistic director in 2021, and I will be stepping into the 2022 year as visionary at the studio. And another thing that I will be leaving behind, I will not be teaching the advanced body percussion class at my studio anymore. I've written the curriculum, I've trained our teachers in it, and I am officially passing it off. I will be dipping in and out here and there, of course, you know, because I love it. And when I'm there, I'm gonna be all up in it, but I will not be teaching this class on a weekly basis. So those are three leave it's, three things that I will be leaving behind in the 2021 year. And that includes dropping classes, my role as artistic director at the studio, and my weekly advanced body percussion class. And what I'm looking forward to most is knowing that what I leave behind in 2021 makes room for new things in 2022, and I'm excited for that. Now it's time for my learned it list, and this includes my biggest lessons learned in the 2021 year. Now my first lesson learned, and this kind of ties into my love it's just a little bit, but I've gotten very clear in the last year on where my inspiration comes from. From cookbooks to Muay Thai, I have found that my inspiration does not come from dance performances or videos. Almost quite the opposite, actually. When I'm making new work, I do my best to stay away from all of that because I don't want to absorb anything and have it subconsciously make its way into my creative process. And that's something I've actually done for years, but previously when it came to inspiration, it would just hit me. And I couldn't really connect to where it was coming from, and I didn't know what to go to when I was feeling the need to re-energize and fuel that inspiration. So I'm quite thankful to now have the awareness of what that source is for me, and that includes culinary arts and martial arts. Now, this next lesson learned that I'm going to share with you might be coming a little bit out of left field, but that lesson is that stretching does not solve all problems. Now, I'm happy to report that I've had no major injuries this year, which was quite nice, but just through my time in the Muay Thai world, I have learned that I know absolutely nothing about strength and conditioning. Everything that I have been taught in dance has been hyper-focused on flexibility, cardio, and skills-based training within the dance specifically. And the most that I would learn about strength training in the past was really in physical therapy. But even then, it's just hyper-focused on that one area of the body that you're trying to recover from previous injury. So that was a common theme for me of 
you know, interesting things to walk away with. And the next and final lesson that I want to share here with you is I was surprised to find that my didn't love it list in my past year review was so small. Surprised, but also not entirely surprised. I'm pretty big on clearly identifying that which I enjoy or do not enjoy, and I do my best to only say yes to that which I truly enjoy or think in the moment that I will truly enjoy. But it goes to show that even in a crazy year like 2021, which was still rough in terms of the pandemic, you know, I had a really nice year. I have much to be thankful for, and I'm going to carry that thanks and gratitude into the new year with me. So there you have it, my friends. Those are three of my love-its, three of my leave-its, and three of my learned-its. And this is an annual tradition that I have very much enjoyed doing over these last number of years, and it's something that I encourage you to do as well. I encourage you to go through this specific journaling exercise on your own each and every year. And something that I always love is when I receive emails from ITAP members who work through this journaling exercise, and then they write me back to tell me that ITAP Online has made it to their top three lovets for the year. It's always very sweet and very kind of them to share it with me and it's just the best. It really is. So that is it for this 2021 year. Please be sure to join me in the new year in this upcoming 2022 year for a brand new season of the Lost in the Shuffle Tap Dance podcast. I will be talking about things that I've never talked about before here on the podcast. I'll be answering some tricky tap dance questions, sharing some awesome tap dance stories, and diving deep into what I like to call the five fundamentals of tap dance. So from here, I'm wishing you all the best in this new year to come, and I'm very, very much looking forward to sharing shuffles with you super soon in the ITAP Online Member Center. Hey, hey, real quick, if you want more free tap dance tips and tricks, go to itaponlinecommunity.com to join our free ITAP Online Community Facebook group. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at itaponline and follow me on Instagram at Hillary Marie Tap, H-I-L-L-A-R-Y-M-A-R-I-E-T-A-P. Now, if you're ready to achieve your tap dance goals, whatever those may be, and you want access to my best tap dance content, then head over to itaponline.com slash trial for two free weeks of unlimited access to everything that the ITAP Online Member Center has to offer. That is two free weeks of live Zoom classes, Q&A chats, Zoom class replays, all of my courses, which include Tap Dance 101, Historical Choreo, Improve Your Improv, Fast Feet and Phrasing, Rhythm Training for Tap Dancers, and more, and direct access to me for mentorship, guidance, and feedback. Be sure to go to itaponline.com trial for two free weeks of unlimited access to the ITAP Online Member Center, and you'll have instant access to my best tap dance tips and tricks.